we are and we're ready to go <laughs> oh man it's uh you know it's another week and of course another uh edition of skip happens hi everybody skip clark that me or you that's me it's showing that our facebook live pages have gone live oh okay all right ding and i don't know yeah. if it, somebody that's called good. me Somebody do anyways. All right. And that's what a podcast is all about. You never know what's going to happen. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. My name is Skip Clark, as I just told you. Right up there is my good friend. Yeah. I'm going to trick you one of these days and I'm going to be. I know you're going to boop me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got to tell you, right over there, and you can't see my hand. Hang on. Oh, wait. <laughs> that Mary Heather Hickman, everybody. That's who we're going to be talking to tonight. Yes, Deb, you got it. I got Hello. It. Yes. Hi. Hello. Oh, I can like point to you guys too. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, but with the camera thing, it's always you don't know where it's to reverse. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Backwards. Yeah, some. I don't know. It's all. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on well, the podcast with you. Today. You know, I got to tell you, when I, I talk to a lot of the, uh, you know, the record people today, and a lot of people that push the music and this and that to radio, and they said, "Hey, we hear." You're going to be talking to Mary Heather Hickman tonight. And I said, oh, yeah. They so said, cool. no, no, no. no way. <laughs> they said, I, watch out. <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you're going to have a ball. And absolutely, I can tell already uh, just a little chit chat we had before the microphones and the cameras were on. But uh, here we are. And it's Mary Heather Hickman. Uh, just to get us started, uh, where are you? Describe your surroundings a little bit. Um, so I am home at my apartment in Nashville, East Nashville, to be particular, if anybody's familiar with the, with the area. And yeah, I'm sitting here in my favorite, this is like my favorite chair in my apartment. Um, <laughs> it's where I sit and have my coffee, where I do my writing when I'm by myself. And is yeah, I've got my dog sitting by, I was telling you, I have my dog sitting on my feet right now. Maybe he'll right. make a little guest appearance, but. <laughs> I know, is that like the only chair in the apartment? Um, I have a really small apartment. I live by myself, so I have like a studio apartment. It's super small. Um, so I have a couch, but this is like, yeah, pretty much the only. This is like the the good chair that has like the sides on it where I can just curl up and, and sit in it. Yeah. You know, best chair. And I can remember in my younger days and having my own apartment, and it's like I had one chair, and it was my chair. It was my favorite chair. I could cuddle up on it. I could have a pillow. I could lay down and watch TV. I could do whatever I want in yes. that chair. Mm -hmm. so, Awesome. Yeah, I and did. it's pink. It's like a it's a pink chair too. So it's you oh, know cool. it's just yeah, doubly that's, great. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I had a couple of friends over the other day, and like like I said, my apartment it is like it's very small. It's big enough for me, but it's small. Right. Right. And I had some friends over to celebrate the release of my song, and didn't really have anywhere for them to sit. So we were all Aww. kind of just sitting on the floor. <laughs> So really quick, those pros and cons being by yourself. So do you, would you, do you like living by yourself or would you rather have roommates someday? Um, I, I, I like living by myself because I am a late night person. Like I do a lot of my best, like writing by myself mm -hmm. late at night, which is kind of annoying to <laughs> roommates. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I think most people are probably glad that I'm not their roommate and um, my, I lived with my sister for a while and she says I'm kind of messy too. So I try not to, uh, but probably not. The, I think it's better for me to live by myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know that whole messy routine. Oh, I, I call it organized clutter because like I know where everything is, but um, I mean, that was one of my new year's resolutions this year was like be more organized and 
you know, I'm, so you I'm just trying you my best. <laughs> pile from one area, move it to another area. That's exactly. When I live in such a small place, it's very easy for it to get cluttered. You know, there's only so many places things can go. So. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, Mary Heather Hickman. All right. Can we yes. call you Mary? Do you want to be called Heather? Well, actually, I go by Mary Heather, but like all of my close friends, they call me MH. So you guys can call me MH. Um, all right, MH. I feel like we're friends already, right? So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I like that. Good, friends. Yeah. good friends when this is all done. The three of us Absolutely. like yeah. water to us. So. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's so very cool that you're joining us here tonight. MH. Got to remember that. Yeah. MH. MH. Mm -hmm. so, um, I'll answer to either one. Just Mary to me is like I've I'm uh, have always gone by like either MH or Mary Heather. So mm -hmm. some of, some people will call me Mary, but it's like it takes a minute for me to realize that people are talking like. to me. <laughs> Heather, your middle name? Yes, but it's hyphenated. So I'm from Arkansas originally, and it's like a pretty common thing to go by your first and middle name. So um, just, you know, bring a little Arkansas with me. And, uh, I, go. <laughs> I would imagine when your mom and dad were really pissed at you, it was Mary Heather Hickman, you get in here right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or my mom has just like a very specific way that she'll like say my name. It'll be like Mary Heather. It's like extra emphasis on all of this is a mom's tone for sure yes. you did that yeah. well oh, i know where i when i'm in trouble which is mm -hmm. you know back in back when back i lived with day. my parents it was pretty frequently <laughs> how, would you, how would you yell at one of your kids when you were married? oh i'm not gonna yell at my kids ever oh, no, of course not. About, what about you no never what oh, about me? you you know what's <laughs> funny the only kids i ever really yelled at was the boys and i would be like brendan and Lewis. You never, oh. Oh, oh, there you go. I lost you for a second. <laughs> yeah, so you never, you never got mad and called called them by their middle name as well? Not usually. It was just a very firm tone. So <laughs> it was those boys because they were close in age. So they were always yeah. fighting and climbing and this and that. The girls were easy. Yeah. So, but I don't know. They always the, reverse it though. As they grow up, the girls are a little bit harder and the boys. Were yeah. That's what, my mom, I, I'm the oldest out of, I have two other siblings okay. and um, my sister and I are only two years apart, but my younger brother is eight years younger than me. So he's still mm -hmm. like, he's like 16 now and he still lives at home. And I'm always telling my mom, like, it's so not fair how you treat Will. He has it so much <laughs> easier. He never has to tell you where he is or, you know, I was the first more. And so it was always mm -hmm. like, where are you going? What time will you be? Yeah. You know? yeah. Plus, plus, now he's a guy. And yes. She's very daughters <laughs> very closely. As mm -hmm. much as, you know, with all, all the crap that's been going on in the world for a long time now that, uh, you know. And I, I imagine that they worry about you living alone in Nashville as well. Yes, they do. Um, you know, they thankfully I have like a good a good group of friends that mm -hmm. you know I yeah very very close with my my group of friends here in Nashville. So I'm not. I mean, really, the only time I'm by myself is like at night when I get home, which is kind of when you want to want to be by yourself. Yeah, anyway. you do. You want that alone time. You find down from the day. Yeah, yep. yeah. You can't be. Absolutely. You can't be good alone time. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. And nobody, I don't have to fight with anybody about what I want to watch on TV or anything like that. I just get to come home and like wind down and watch like yep. horrible reality TV shows that are like trash TV. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> uh, MH, how long have you been in Nashville? Uh, so I have been here just about three years now. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you moved and from Arkansas to Nashville. I did. I actually uh, went to college at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Um, so yeah, it was like, I kind of, it was kind of important to me. Um, and also to my parents that I, uh, that I did go to college. That was always something that they, they wanted for me. And so I went to, I went to school. I had a band while I was in college as well. And that was kind of like my little side gig, my way of making money in college. Um, and I think it was like a good way for me to like transition into moving to Nashville. I'm not sure I could have just gone straight to yeah. living in like a big city at you know 18 it would have been a it would have been a really hard adjustment i think so mm. so you just moved there by yourself though i well i actually moved at the time with a ex-boyfriend oh okay <laughs> here yeah. we go yeah but <laughs> so i wasn't completely real. and you know what i'm actually i'm very thankful um me and him we're on good terms like good. We're, good. we're friends um but I'm very, very grateful that he did move here with me because um, it was, you know, it's hard to move to a new city. I, d I literally did not know a single person so, in Nashville when I moved here. Yeah. So, I mean, I look back at that time and like, even though it didn't work out between us, I'm very like thankful mm -hmm. that he, that he did move here with me. So, <laughs> yeah, so, it's very hard to find a good group of friends. So how did you find yourself meeting people when you first, did you like jump right into writer's rounds and things like that? Yeah, um, one of the first things that I did when I moved here was um, I wanted, I mean, I'd always, I had always been a songwriter. I've been songwriting since I was like, since I can remember. And, but I had never really like co-written. I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know what that process was like or how that worked. And um, so one of my first goals when I moved here was to like get out and meet other people to write with. Cause I knew that in Nashville co-writing, it's a, it's a big part of like the culture here. And um, so I started doing just like little open mic rounds. There's a couple places in Nashville. You can just show up and put your name on a list and um, get to go up on stage and started doing that. Um, thankfully, a lot of those places were kind enough to ask me to come back and like play around where I was on the roster. And uh, just, you know, through that, I started started meeting people and um, ended up meet, meeting a, a guy that I that I co-write with all the time. His name's Alex Schofield. Um, he's a he's a great writer as well. And then he kind of was like, it's funny because I always say like, I kind of met my whole group of friends through him. Like he introduced me to somebody else and then that person, you know, introduced me to the next person. And so um, he's like my first friend in Nashville and we're still very good friends to this day. So, yeah, so you, I would assume you all have something in common, which is cool too. So yeah. uh, everybody yeah. where each other's coming from and what have you. Yeah. So yeah, we all, we all just like really enjoy music. I think all of us really care about like the craft of songwriting too, which is like a cool thing to, to bond over. And for me, it's just such a unique experience, like living in Nashville. Um, Cause I've never had, like, I've always kind of been the, the weirder person that was, you know, writing songs or like really cared about music. I never had a group of friends that, that cared about that. And so I feel like for honestly the first time in my life, even though I'm getting into like more of my adult years, like this is the first solid group of friends that I have that I really feel like I have like a strong, a strong place within the, within the group. And I feel You're like a little very much myself. Yeah. Around yeah. them. Like I'm not trying to fit the mold to be in a group of friends, which is nice. <laughs> right. Now you have this song treasure and, yeah. it's like <laughs> trash and turning it to treasure. Or <laughs> 
But you know what I said before I said the Deb, I said, this is great. And I think it's before you popped on. I said, she's got this song, picking up trash, what, turning it, making. Calling it treasure. Calling it treasure. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, but I'm going, that's perfect for the Skip Happens podcast. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? So I love it, that. It kind of goes together. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys can uh, can understand, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some and people are like, do you just hate men? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. And to be honest, Thank you. I think. Even from a guy's standpoint, they'll go, go, this song is good. Yeah, yeah. I have, like, quite a few guys that are, like, totally into it. Or, like, even they, like, some, I feel like some guys can relate, too. You know, we all have, Uh, Yeah, I'm sure, we've all kind of dated people before (laughs) that maybe weren't, like, the best. Or, uh, you know, I think so. I've I've had some guys reach out and be like, you know, I totally relate to this too <laughs> yeah no, exactly exactly yeah and how did you um how did you come up with that though so um i sorry my dog is like chewing a oh. bone over here so i hope you guys can't hear that i might have to take it away from him no no uh, please because that's okay. what i told you before we we are dog people Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, if you hear him, he's like very aggressively like munching on one of his like chew toys over here. Yeah. Um. But my friend and I. So my uh my dad built like a little cabin in in South Arkansas. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's and it's one of my favorite places to go. Um. I so I took uh a couple of my writing friends from Nashville. I was like drive with me down to Arkansas. We'll go to my cabin in the middle of nowhere and we'll just like hang out, drink some beer and, and write some songs. It'll be a good time. And so I took my friend, Stephanie Joyce, um, who wrote Treasure with me. Mm-hmm. And we were just like having a good night. I think we were drinking some margaritas and mm-hmm. um, I had gone through like a, a breakup at the beginning, like right when, when 20, uh, right when 2020 happened, like right at the start of 2020, I'd gone through this breakup. She was like asking me, she was like, are you, are you ready to like date somebody new? Or are you thinking about uh, going out and dating new people? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure that I can be trusted. Like, I don't think I have the best track record. <laughs> like, <laughs> I seem to pick, <laughs> like I seem to not have the best like luck with guys. And we were just kind of joking. And I think the natural like songwriters in us were like, okay, there's maybe like, that's kind of funny. Maybe there, there's a song here and, you know, maybe a little margarita fueled too. But I, we started just like naming like qualities that are like attractive in a man at first, but then like later turn out to be (laughs) something that's like not so great, but like, you know, like this tall, dark and handsome guy that's, that looks like bad news. Like that's, you know, a lot of girls are attracted to, uh, to the mm-hmm. bad boy right off the mm-hmm. bat. So um, we started writing that. And then um, we we had written like the verses first. And then we were trying to kind of think of a way to tie everything together. And I was like, what if it's picking up trash? Like, you know, I, we were like thinking one man's trash is another man's treasure. I was like, what if we call that like picking up trash and calling it treasure? Damn. And uh, then we just kind of ran with that. And it uh, turned into to what well, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> your life. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing up to this point is a pretty awesome country song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. see that a lot of my experiences have turned mm-hmm. out to be uh, good songs. I, I seldom have to like reach too far. Like, I mean, you know, sometimes I'll write a story song or something that's not, 
not about my life, but a lot of times there's, you know, some, some form of truth in my songs. That's uh that's from my own experiences. Which well, it's cool. Yeah. That's what makes a great song because you know, and we've said this to other artists and, um, if I don't say it, I know Deb's going to say it, that they have told us that, you know, the best songs come from their life experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, so whatever, something has happened somewhere and you, you go, Oh my God, that's going to be a great, I could, I can put that. Mm -hmm. you know, put mm -hmm. it down yes. And back. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. And what's kind of funny is of course, through life, we all really have the same experiences, just different mm -hmm. levels of them, but it's just all part of life, that natural progression. Yet mm -hmm. there are so many songs about those parts of life. They're all different, but they're all the same. Does that right. make sense? So oh, yeah. you've expressed this in such a way that nobody else has, yet we all relate to it. <laughs> oh yeah. I think that's like one thing that I, I love about songwriting is like, you can take something like very specific like a very specific experience and make it like universal which mm -hmm. is which is i think like a a really cool part of songwriting is that it can be like this you know this is what happened to me and like make it so that other people like totally get the same feeling you know so so i was thinking something happened the other day and i was thinking about a line you know because we talked uh -huh. to so many artists and i'm like wow this could be a song so like let me think about writing a song so i take this uh -huh. line in my head i'm like i can't even find a word to rhyme with the last <laughs> word that would make that make sense i don't know how you artists do it all the time it just amazes me i think it's just like one of those things of like you do it so often that you mm -hmm. start to like <laughs> Just you start blows. to just like yeah it just like happens or or like my friend my friend stephanie i always give her a hard time because she'll she'll like throw out words that just don't rhyme at all she'll be like could we rhyme like self with like wall or something <laughs> like, I'm like, well. I'm, like walk me through how you're getting there i'm, I'm mm -hmm. just like are you putting a certain accent on it like what's happening right, but right. um also i will say um writer's best kept secret too is like using rhyme zone the website if you're really stuck you can mm -hmm. always just like True. be like words that rhyme with yeah. you and and you know go True. through the list and go, see hey, if you Google. can come up with a line that way yeah. absolutely Hey, I don't know what people did without without rhymes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, does your um so the song picking up uh trash calling it treasure? Mm -hmm. Does your ex know that maybe some of that came from that whole relationship? <laughs> I think um <laughs> Now, I if he's it, listening, be careful. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, it's like it's more about like a collection of like bad dating yeah. experiences more than one single uh, person. And just, yeah, a little bit about um, it's it's just kind of poking fun at the end of the day. It's poking fun at myself and like, OK, this is like a, it's almost like a me problem. You know, right. I can right. do this to myself. Um, so it's not about anybody specifically there's probably little bits and pieces of of all of my past relationships that is awesome yeah <laughs> you know i mean you're young you're at the beginning of your career you're writing songs like that and, and that's not the only one there was another one i was listening to um it was with a pickup truck um oh someone else's truck yes else's truck. and <laughs> yeah kind of uh i'm going okay <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a um i put that one out about like it's funny that because i put a couple songs out maybe like four or five years ago 
okay. before I ever even moved to Nashville. And I had, I, I did not know anything about like what it, what process you kind of need to go through to um, release a song. So I just kind of picked a random day and I was like, this is the day I'm going to put the songs up and see what happens. And um, didn't know a lot about how to market those. And so they didn't, they, they didn't do much, but it's funny because like I've noticed ever since, like treasure has kind of picked up some traction. People are going back and listening to some of those older songs and, and really identifying with those as well, which has been really cool. So that's exciting. <laughs> now you said you went to college um, in Fayetteville. I did. Woo pig suey. <laughs> love it. Uh, you majored in communications. I did. Yeah. I actually started off as um, broadcast journalism I really thought I thought I was going to be like a news person. Um, I was I've always been really into like journalism. And I think maybe that has something to do with the fact that it's a lot of writing as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I then I started my band that started taking up a lot more time. And with broadcast journalism, you know, when you're trying to go for that degree, you have to be it's like a lot of extracurricular activities and music just kind of took over as my main passion. And I decided that. When that's I graduated, that's what I was going to pursue. And so I switched over to communication because I figured I'm going to probably be communicating somehow. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you are. <laughs> yes, here we are communicating. So I guess it worked out okay. And yeah, you're doing a great job too. Have you uh, worked in a radio station at all, part of your curriculum or anything? No, but I always thought that would be something that I would be interested in. I, I really like as soon like I literally – the, I graduated in, um, I did like a, a, a winter graduation. So I graduated in December and then immediately like January 1st, I think was when I packed my stuff and moved to Nashville. So there wasn't really any gap between graduating college and, and starting like on my, on my singing career and on my artists and songwriting career. I just like, I was like, I'm just going to go all in and, and, see what happens so that's how you <laughs> have to do it sometimes you have a degree but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely um hoping that songwriting and music is is where i continue to to work so although i will say i did uh when i was um in college i did do an internship at the uh, academy of country music awards like i nice. got to uh go and like drive people around in golf carts and i was like hmm, i don't know what this career could be but it would be fun <laughs> I like doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you drive anybody around of uh, any famous uh, people? I think I got to drive. I'm pretty sure I drove Carrie Underwood, which was super yeah. cool. I mean, you try not to be like too much of a fan person since you're, you know, trying supposed to be the one that's like transporting them places. And then I know I met like Lauren Elena. Pretty sure I met Brandy Clark too, which is amazing because she's cool. one of my, oh my songwriting God. heroes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I met a, I got to meet quite a few people while I was doing that. You know, in a very low key way because I'm trying not to freak out, but it's definitely hard because some of those people are my heroes. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, here, uh, can you write down where you want to go and also sign the bottom of it? Yeah, can you also just like sign this? I, I, uh, yeah. There's that, there's definitely temptation to do that. <laughs> I know. And you know, that always happens though. It doesn't matter how famous you get, but you're always going to have that special somebody or somebody oh, yeah. in your mind where it's like, Oh my God, that's so-and-so, or I'd love to get that autograph <laughs> or, or I want to yeah. get taken with them. You know, it's, it's funny. My, my friends always give me a hard time because I have a hard, like there's certain people that I would recognize, but I think it's funny because I live in Nashville where obviously there are 
quite a few like famous country musicians and they're they are out and about they'll be at the bars or at the restaurants that you're at but like something in my head just doesn't register that that is like i'm always like why would they be here you know it's not like i i don't think that for some reason it just doesn't click and so i always don't recognize people and uh, my friends always give me a hard time they're like you don't know who that is i'm like no tell me like tell me who that is <laughs> well they're out of their element <laughs> yes i'm like i don't i'm i also think so much now like you know we used to watch like music videos and those kind mm -hmm. of things and so people were a lot more recognizable and i think now i would probably recognize someone from their voice more than their mm -hmm. face <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. I want to give a shout out to Tom Langmeyer, who's uh, watching this here tonight. Tom is a uh, real big radio guy. And oh, awesome. Back in the day, Tom is, uh, Tom is awesome. And uh, I remember when he worked uh, here in Syracuse. And uh, all due respect, uh, the guy's just phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's amazing. I'm, I see that he said he likes treasure, and that means yeah. a lot. He so. knows. Yes. Tom. From him, <laughs> a lot. And a big shout out to Marty, who's watching this as well. That's what I can see on my end. But, uh, you know, tell us, is there somebody, though, that you would be really like if you had a chance to let's let, let me put it this way. If you had a chance to go sit down with a female artist, anybody mm. who would that be? Um. Probably Dolly Parton. I love Dolly Parton. Yeah. We're going to start a score sheet. I know it. I know. what everybody said. I just think she's like, she just seems so like down to earth and, and humble. And I think she has like, it's crazy because she's so successful, but she still is like so kind. Um, she does like so many, she does so many good things with her success and, and she's all about helping other people. And that's like truly what I aspire to be. And so I would just like love to sit down with her and hear her talk like every i yeah. gotta tell you every single female artist that deb and i have spoken to and we asked that question one of us would ask that i mean yeah i think dolly dolly was the answer she's just so cool she's like mm -hmm. she just seems like she'd be the most fun person to hang out i'd also love to meet like casey musgraves i think she's yeah. really cool too i mean there's a lot of female artists um like Haley Witters is another one. I don't know if y'all uh, yep. have heard her latest album, but I think she's doing something really cool in music. So there's a lot of people I would love to meet, but if I had to like pick one, it would be Dolly Parton. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, on the male side of things, if there's a, oh. if there's a male artist that you'd love to sit down and pick their brain a little bit. Uh, Jason Isbell, probably uh, just because I think he's such a, a talented songwriter. And I just want to like, hear what his process is you know he's won like tons of grammys he's just right. everything he writes just sounds it's he can take like the simplest thing and make it sound so poetic and beautiful and yeah i would love to i'd love to talk to him i also love to um i don't know he's one of my heroes i would love to talk to johnny cash if he was still here um yeah, yeah. i would i think it's, especially with him being an arkansas person as well i think yes. that'd be a cool like common bond that we share yes um, so i'd love to meet him obviously oh. that's not possible willie nelson is another huge one on my list um mm -hmm. would love to meet him someday yeah, too go so. for a ride on willie's bus Oh, nice. I'm not sure I would emerge the same, but no, probably <laughs> the same person that I went on is, but mm -hmm. yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I got, I've gotten to meet, I mean, and there's a few like artists that I've gotten to meet that have, that have given me great advice. I, um, a couple of years back, I got to open for, uh, Hank Jr. And oh, he's a character, but oh, he, yeah. I mean, he gave me some really good advice about the music business in Nashville and, yeah, super cool guy. So I'm, I've been lucky to actually advice. get some advice from people. I can imagine what that advice was coming from him. Yeah, <laughs> you probably can. As he was very independent and he had his own way of thinking, and it may not have been the correct way to think. Yeah, but not always, but yeah. I thought, and that's kind of what he told me is like, just you know, be authentic and be yourself and don't worry so much about right. like the business side of things. And I think that is one thing I've tried to carry into my career is mm -hmm. like, I want to be the person that is like setting the trend, not trying to follow the current trend, mm -hmm. you know, right. I'm, I'm, that's what I hope to do. Um, so I hope that I'm, I'm, I do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. That you will. I was waiting. I, see Deb. I saw Deb's head moving. I thought she might have had a question. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 no. I was absorbing that, yeah. but I, I admire um, when an artist you have said exactly that you want to start a new trend. So that yeah. puts that uniqueness into you, and you, and if you set an example and you're a good role model and you're starting something new, woof. Yeah, I think you. it's also it's it's so it's it's very much harder to be like have a career that you're happy with and fulfilling if you are like trying to chase something because you think it's what people want to hear, mm -hmm. which I mean, I, I feel very lucky that I have written songs that are very authentic to who I am and things that I want to say. And people seem, they, they seem to be resonating with people. So I feel very lucky about that, but Absolutely. I'm also very happy that it's not, ingenuine you know mm -hmm. right right it's the real you yeah and that that's cool who else have you opened up for i've had there's been a few cool i've I had a, a, a few cool people i got to open up for i've opened for um eli young band yes. twice they are super nice guys um yeah hank jr toby keith um trying to think who else kelly pickler Awesome. Yeah. I've yeah, and then I've played a couple of festivals where, you know, I've gotten to be on the same bill as like yeah. Dwight Yoakum. That was a really cool oh. one. I didn't get to open for him or anything, but just to be like on the on a paper with his name on it is always a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you have all these framed? I hope you save all of these. I have most of them like mm -hmm. stored away. I have one that's framed in my apartment. Um mm -hmm. it's actually the Dwight Yoakum one. It's it's a special one because I uh, I played on this like tiny little stage. It's called um, El Dorado Music Fest. It's from okay. it's in my hometown in El Dorado, Arkansas, and it was like it was when I was just starting out. Like had never really played any shows anywhere. And the guy that that um, booked the the festival really just believed in me and and gave me a chance. And then invited me back several times. And every time I got to play on like a bigger stage, which was cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then. You know, he's the one that also let me open for some of those those big people. So uh, it's my name is very, very small on the bottom of the poster, but it's a it's a special it's one to me because yeah. it's kind of like the first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. up. Every year you're going to yeah. be up a notch, up a notch, and then there'll be yeah. people under you. How cool would that be? Yeah. I know, and I like to have that one to keep me humble. You know, yeah. <laughs> like my name is so small on the bottom. It's just a good reminder of 
uh, where I come, where I came from. Mm -hmm. so. Like what Deb is saying, it, it'll seem like the font will get bigger every year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm lucky that I've already, I'm kind of bumped up a few spots already. I'm not quite, quite so small, but it was definitely nice for, for them to even let me come and play. So I think treasure is going to help boost that mm -hmm. up. Uh, Thank just, you. Uh, tell Thanks. me about um, season six of the voice. Yeah, I had a really good experience on The Voice. I uh, It was a weird time because I had just graduated from high school uh -huh. and I went and did this like open call audition in Austin, Texas. You know, those cattle calls where they you line up and they have you sing one by one. And I went and I sang and they pushed me through to like the next audition uh, and kept like, yeah, I mean, if you know about these shows, there's like several, several sets of auditions oh, yeah. before you yeah. actually get to be on the show. Right. And so um, actually did like an executive callback in Los Angeles. And then they let me know that I was like officially cast on season six. And then I, uh, I got to actually go and audition in front of the judges. There was only one spot left. It was on Shakira's team. I sang Suds in the Bucket by Sarah Evans. Yeah, great song. It was a very country song. Yeah, and good. I don't think it was really like Shakira's vibe. So she didn't turn around. Everybody else had all their spots full, unfortunately. But I got some great feedback from like Blake Shelton and Adam Levine. And, and Shakira even, she was super, super nice. And um, even though I didn't like make it onto the like, next round i was very proud of myself for going out of my comfort zone and and doing something that was kind of scary at the time and honestly i think it's kind of what uh what deterred like what changed the course of my life because i was heading into college i was you know i always loved singing but i i don't know if that i had the belief in myself that it was going to be something i could make a career out of and it kind of gave me that validation that it was possible. And so I'm, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about everybody at the voice. I think it was a really good experience. So that gave you some confidence. Yeah, totally. And like, and it, and it's also helps that they were just all like super nice. Like Shakira yeah. was just like, you know, I'm not really looking for a country singer. She already had one other country singer on her team, which happened to be one of my good friends on the voice. So I was very happy for her, yeah. but um, yeah, they were all very, very supportive and encouraged me to keep, keep at it. So it was a good experience. So if somebody wanted to go back and cause we've seen people come back again on these shows. So if you wanted yeah. to go back, do you have to be invited back or do you go through the whole um, audition I process mean, again? I think, I think normally they do invite you back. Um, I, at one point I was talking to some of the producers about possibly going back and doing another audition, but I, it is like a long process. I think I was in Los Angeles for like a little under two months when I was filming and that was during school. Like I was doing college work while I was there trying to balance everything. And so the next year I was kind of just like, Burned out, not right? sure that it was something yeah. that I wanted to do. It was, it was like, I, like I said, it was a great experience. Wouldn't trade it for the world. I think it definitely helped me grow as an artist. And I would, mm -hmm. and now that I'm older and have like the, I'm not doing college anymore. I think I would definitely be open to it again. Um, but at the time I was just kind of like ready to do the next thing. So <laughs> tell us about the sinners. <laughs> 
So that was my college band. I had a band called Mary Heather and the Sinners. And we, that was, like I said, that was how I like made my extra money in college. We used to, there's a, a strip of bars in Fayetteville, Arkansas on this street called Dixon Street. And there's like tons of live music every single night. There's some great venues there um, that I still will occasionally go back to this day and, and play. But yeah, I had, I, uh, I was actually working at this like restaurant in college. I was bartending and this guy came in and he was like, I think he was trying to sell advertisements or like TV spots or something, or maybe he might've worked for a radio station. And he, we just kind of got to talking. He was the only person I'm, I'm a talker. My friends always say I could talk to a wall. Like <laughs> I'm just somebody, I'm like, I can talk to anyone. And so he was the only person in the restaurant. I was bored. We were chatting and he told me that his daughter was a singer. And I said, Oh no way. I'm a singer too. Like I, I write songs. And he was like, are you looking, are you like trying to be in a band or anything? And he said, I have a really good friend that uh, they're looking for a lead singer for their band. And I say, yeah, I'd definitely be interested. And so his friend, Scott, who's actually, he's super interesting guy. He is, he used to be the attorney for the university of Arkansas, like the general oh. attorney and everything. He has a very interesting life. And sometimes I say he has a double life because he has his like business persona and then his like drummer <laughs> persona. Yeah. 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 But yeah. um, yeah, we got, we got together and, um, clicked super well. I, and they were, they were great. Again, I think all of this stuff was very pivotal in, in building me up to the point where I felt like Nashville was the next move. So, so very was, thankful. Was that all country or did you guys yeah, get it? We did, uh, we did country and we kind of started off as a cover band. We did a few of my originals, okay. but with playing on the bar street, most people want to hear covers. And so, yeah, we, and that was like, for me, it was really good. Cause it helped me. I'm not, I'm not like a natural, I, I love being on stage, but I, at the time kind of probably struggled a little bit with, with just being comfortable up on stage and moving around and all that. And, um, yeah, so we started doing covers and then, uh, gradually started adding in more of my original songs and those started kind of doing really well. And people would actually come in and request certain original songs. And so towards the end, like when I was, cause I was, I was in this band for like all pretty much all four years. And then for a while, when I lived in Nashville, I was still going back and doing a few shows a year with them. Um, but yeah, people started requesting like more of my original songs or they had heard songs right. on, on my Spotify or whatever. And so towards the end, we had kind of transitioned to mostly originals with maybe like one or two covers in there. But it was like, I love, love that band and have nothing but great things to say about all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the name of Sinners. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, I kind of have that, like, you know, my songs are a little gritty. They're a little, yeah, and you know, it's okay. like, it, it fits. So. Yeah, it's <laughs> Just like, yeah. fits. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and um, so cool. So cool. Thank I just, you. You know, I'm thinking about everything that you're doing and how all that fits you. I mean, the band, the sinners and the song treasure and um, the, somebody's truck and, uh, and all. it's just amazing. Thank uh, you. Have you heard your music on the radio? Yes. So actually, uh, if anybody goes to my Instagram, I just posted a video yesterday because they played. There's a show called I Heart Women of Country. It's like a Bobby Bone show. And they played it. They played Treasure on there on Sunday night. 
And it was my first time. Like, I know Treasure has been played on a couple radio stations already, but none that were local to me where I could go and hear it. So my my, uh, co-writer, Stephanie Joyce, and I got in my car on Sunday night and we drove around and we waited for it to play. And then when we heard it for the first time, I, I got a little emotional. So. Yeah, it was kind of a crazy moment. And it just, it's one of those things that just feels very validating, you know, like you're right. like, okay, right. I'm, I'm doing the right thing. And this is, but you guys this is kind of the beginning of it. Keep driving around the block until it came on. Well, we knew, so they, they sent us, like, a playlist, like, there was, like, a, it's, like, a set list that oh. they do it every Sunday. It's really cool, and they feature all, it's all women artists for oh, a whole hour. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we knew that I was going to, once they started going down the list, we saw that it was in order, so we pulled over when they were, like, playing the song before mine, just because, I mean, I was trying not to get in a car accident from my excitement, so. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, it was a super, super cool feeling. If anybody is interested in seeing my reaction, um, it is I posted a video on, on my TikTok and on my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, how active are you on TikTok? Quite a bit. I uh, pretty active. I have about two hundred thousand followers on there now, which is insane. I just can't even believe it. And I've I have like a very great supportive community um, of people that are not only interested in in my music but also just interested in like me as a person so i'll get on there we do a lot of like live stuff like this where i'll just get on and answer questions for an hour or you know play whatever songs they want to hear play new songs that they haven't heard so um yeah i post post pretty frequently on there it's kind of a new thing for me because social media is definitely the thing that i i love being a, an artist but Social media is something I struggle with because I just I'm always thinking like nobody cares what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, it's like you're like, does anybody really care what I got up and like had for breakfast? I don't mm. think so. But yeah, we totally care about your music and all that. Yes, I, yeah. I do have that same feeling. It's like I'd love to see what people are posting and what's going on. But yes, as soon as yeah. I see, oh, this is what I had at the restaurant today. Scroll. I mean, I don't I know. You know. That's, that's how more, I am, too. But then yeah. it's like. I mean, yeah, I guess people do. I mean, not really the breakfast thing, but I mean, I'll have people that do want to know, like, what is a typical day for you like? Like, exactly. what is it like to go into a write and, mm-hmm. and co-write with people? So I try to be, like, very open yes. about that. But it's definitely something that I uh, have to have to work at because I always forget to post. Don't you <laughs> but, think social media... Better do you think I almost feel like it's that necessary evil now because it is yes. time consuming and you do. It is. Have and it takes to- like a, it takes a lot. I don't know. I'm, I, I, it's something I kind of like struggle with. I feel mm-hmm. like I, I'm probably one of those people that if this wasn't the career that I was doing, I probably wouldn't have social media. <laughs> I like to hear <laughs> that. Just, yeah. I'm just, it's not, it's really not my, my favorite mm-hmm. thing. And I think sometimes it can be kind of, like yeah. not something that's a good thing. Right. Um, but I feel like I found a way to make it work for me. That doesn't feel like good. good. Bad. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I, that's what I've, I've always said. I'm like, if I can find a way that, that it works for me, then, then I think it's okay. So mm-hmm. I just, I try to limit my time on there and, mm-hmm. you know, just post and get off and <laughs> not sit there and scroll too long, but use it, for, use it to your advantage. I mean, yes, yeah. getting your talent. And with, there. Yeah. And with TikTok, it's like, it's, it's 
it's uh, I really can't complain because it has allowed me to uh, reach so many people that maybe would have never heard me or my music. And now I have like a very great, solid community of people that are interested anytime I put something out. So mm -hmm. that's exciting as well. Absolutely. Um, the pandemic. That yeah. must have really <laughs> just been a pain in the ass for you in one way. And yeah. Good in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's uh, It's been a weird year for sure. In many ways, there's been positives um, mm -hmm. because like, I feel like I've very much been able to like hone into my writing. I've, I've put a lot of focus on writing this year and even writing by myself, which I told you guys, I started out doing that before I moved to Nashville. I, I pretty much exclusively wrote by myself. Um, but I think when you get into the daily grind of Nashville, that kind of sometimes goes on the back burner because co-writes become more and more common. But during the first couple months of quarantine, wasn't co-writing as much. And so I was really just like able to sit down with my guitar or my piano or whatever and, and just get back to, you know, get back in the groove of writing on my own, which was nice. And then also, you know, I've made Zoom writing and all of that work mm -hmm. and, yeah, the thing that's been the most weird is just not playing very many shows because I love, I do love going out and playing music for people and have not really been able to do that this year. So hopefully we can get back to that soon, especially with Treasure coming out. I'd love to play it live. So, and we, you know, if we weren't doing this, I'm sure you'd be on a radio tour and we'd be doing this in person. Yeah, I will. That'll be so fun. That <laughs> would be fun, but the pandemic has forced us mm -hmm. with this way. And yeah, you know, I mean, we've picked up with the Skip Happens podcast. We're having the artists down all the time. Uh, it's almost as good as a radio visit, but maybe not quite. But almost. Right. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> well, I feel like I. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's so great. We still get to talk in person, and yeah, I. It's it's just a different way of doing things, but you know, it works. So <laughs> it does work. And if you're watching this, you can see Mary Heather Hickman.com. It's right below her. And I uh, highly recommend that you check out the website and listen to the music because treasure, you're going to love treasure. I'm just saying you're going to love it. You're going to love Thank it. you. Thank you so much. Definitely check that out. Um, there was something else I was going to ask you and I just had a brain fart. Oh, you're good. <laughs> actually, actually one of my dogs started barking and it kind of threw me. I don't oh, know. Three off. But mine stopped chewing his bone loudly at least. So that's good. <laughs> I love it. What do you what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Oh, I love I love cooking. Like okay. it's one of my favorite things. My grandma and my mom are both really good cooks. And so I've like kind of learned for from them. And I love like trying out new recipes. I love um hiking. It's like one of my favorite. Well, I'm I don't want to say hiking, it's not like I'm like a Mount Everest hiker like that serious but we've got some like really beautiful places to go and hike here in Nashville I love doing that getting outside with my dog and I like I like um I like reading I mean I'm trying to think of things like other than music music does take up so much of my time but yeah um those are those are some things I like to do when I'm not doing music so do you do sports any sports at all I know you oh, said yeah I love sports I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan y'all probably oh. are <laughs> all, right. all right so yeah I uh a big Dallas Cowboys fan um big Razorback fan obviously oh. being from oh. University of Arkansas um actually got to sing the national anthem at the Razorback game a Just couple weekends night. ago in yeah. yeah in Fayetteville 
which was super cool. I was actually the first person this whole season to do a live performance. So that was a big honor for them to ask me to do that. Um, Yeah, I was reading that online and I said, wow, what an opportunity. Yeah. And then I got to stay and watch the game, which was fun too, because I I love to watch basketball. Mm -hmm. It's a little easier for me to under, like football has so many rules and I get the general, general, like, (laughs) Just a football, but sometimes I have to ask like my dad or my brother. I'm like, why why did they get like a, a flag? I'm confused. What happened? <laughs> so sounds like me. <laughs> I yeah. have a family full and of my sports. brother's like, stop talking, <laughs> leave me alone. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Where do where do you like to go and uh when you go out to eat in Nashville? Where do you Oh, like- there's a lot of good places here yeah. to eat. Um one of my favorite places that I've been now, this is pretty like touristy, but it's okay. uh, white limousine is like, it's this new Dolly Parton themed oh, yeah. bar and restaurant and it's mm-hmm. super cute. So it's one of my favorites. And then um, there's just some like really good, like local places here, especially in East Nashville. Okay. Um, yeah. One of my favorite places in East Nashville is this place called Moss Tacos. It's like, I'm, and I'm from Texas. So I, or I'm grew up, from Arkansas grew up kind of in Texas. So I love Tex-Mex and authentic Mexican food. And this, it's just like this little hole in the wall place, but they have some of the best tacos that you can get in Nashville. So if anybody visits, I always recommend that you go there, but they're cash only. So you got to make sure you have cash on you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. For them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't carry cash. It's always my card. Everything. I know. I always have to remember when I'm going or like to stop at the ATM, but it's worth it. I promise. They're really good. I see a note on here from Gordy. It says, uh, I'd like to know what the crappy expo is. She played there. Okay. It's actually the, so it's the crappie expo. It's a, uh, it's a fishing tournament. So they, they fish for crappie and yeah, one of my good, one of my, uh, like first sponsors ever from like when I was literally just starting out is uh Wally Marshall, AKA Mr. Crappie. And <laughs> he uh, has always been super, he's from Texas and uh, he's always been super supportive of my music. Mm-hmm. So he uh, like always asked me to come and play at his, they do like a big tournament every single year. And it's like a, and then they do a, a fishing expo. So they'll have like boats and, uh-huh. different you know expositions i don't know i don't know a ton about fishing to be honest but <laughs> there's always a good crowd there and they they bring in a big stage and um i've played the last two so I'm, i'll probably do the next one too <laughs> so mm-hmm. awesome. 2021 crappie expo i'll probably be back yeah no it's a gig why not oh absolutely and it's fun honestly it's really fun and i don't like i said don't know much about fishing but i love a good expo i love walking around mm-hmm. and seeing all the booths and the fishing tournament is exciting they catch huge fish it's like a hundred thousand dollar prize or something i don't oh, know something crazy like that yeah wow wow yeah <laughs> that's cool so uh anyways it, this has been great we get to know you a little bit um thank you for taking the time to join us here on skip happens tonight yeah thank um, you so much for having me this was a great it was great to like get to chat with you guys and meet you and yeah, you know awesome. this is what we do. This is what Skip mm-hmm. Happens is all about. We bring the artists to our viewers and our listeners. And uh, Deb's got the Country Music Fan Club, and you know it just she streams this on her page. You're getting a lot of new fans. We ask so cool. to your website if you got merchandise on there. We hope they will, you know, at least purchase something to support you, especially right now with the pandemic and all that. I mean, obviously you got to pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, that's one thing they don't let go. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately not. <laughs> so it's been, it's been great. What's what do you see in the future for you? So I have a bunch of songs that I have recorded over like throughout 2020 that I am planning on releasing. Um, the next song that's going to be coming out is one called Washtaw River. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's which is cool because I uh, where I'm from in Arkansas is like right on the Washtaw River. It's kind of a story song though. It's about yeah. a girl that it's kind of like got some Goodbye Earl vibes if you know the Dixie Chicks. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, I like it. <laughs> so that's the next one that's coming out. Um, not exactly sure when that's coming out yet. Probably April or May, depending on you know what we do with Treasure and Radio and all of that. Uh -huh. And then, um, yeah, probably I will be continuing to release. I have at least five or six songs lined up to release in the next year and a half. So, uh, and then probably we'll put out like a full EP at some point as well. So people can be wow. on the lookout for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so good to have your music out there and I love your style and your Thank whole you. attitude towards it. It's a little bit different for a female mm -hmm. artist. And Thank I like you. It. appreciate that. Like Thanks. It, uh, you know, rough and tough and this, it's just <laughs> something about it. I don't even know if that's the right way to describe it. I mean, people say I'm a little gritty, you know, I'm a yeah. <laughs> That's I'm definitely it. not the uh, like picture perfect, you know. I don't think we want. Clean. That. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want. But I can't. I couldn't be that if I tried. So I just you know, don't I, try. <laughs> you, you sound great. You're very pretty. You, oh, you've, thank got, you. you've got the whole package to be a star. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. That means a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, I, you know, I hope to see you on the road and I hope to see you once they start touring again and maybe somebody will bring you on board as an opening act. And I could see you doing that with some of these big shows. Just I would love to. Yeah. That you would know, be amazing. I just want to get out and meet, yeah. meet people. You know, I'm ready to get out and, and see people again and connect with them exactly. in a real life way. <laughs> you so, do I drive a truck? Yeah. No, I didn't. The only reason though, I, I would love to, it's just, I do so much traveling the gas. Oh, yeah. But back when I was, you know, doing so many shows, I just, I drive like a, a little Volkswagen Jetta because it's a lot cheaper mm -hmm. on gas. So, <laughs> but I would love to have a truck someday, probably like an older truck though. Not, not a new one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although my parents would say that I shouldn't be allowed. I'm not the best driver. So, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> another one. I'm on like able to like tap things sometimes and you know hit Where curves. So <laughs> what did I? Where did that dent come from? Yeah, that's why my dad's like, did you know you have this dent on your car? I'm like, no, I had no idea. I don't know what happened. Like somebody must have hit me because there's no way that was me. <laughs> of course, you didn't do it, right? <laughs> do you have any uh, shows lined up? I know Nashville is open now, so you're playing. Yeah, I've been playing locally, a few. Right? I've been playing a few little writers rounds here and mm -hmm. there. Um, I have some stuff in the works, but nothing that I have confirmed yet. I, uh, yeah, I'm still kind of trying to figure out what's what I'm doing with with Treasure and mm -hmm. potential radio stuff. So, um, but check my website because at any time that I that I um, confirm a show, I always update it on there. So okay. I know yeah. Deb's going to be there. Um, Deb's got a business trip in April. April for the oh, ACMs. Cool. Very cool. They're working with That's the ACMs. super exciting. So, so, well, I haven't been there. <laughs> I'm so excited because I miss yeah. it there. Because I know. 
with all of this going oh, on. The dog is making an appearance. Hey, there he is. <laughs> oh, I love it. At the very end, he's going to try to give me a kiss. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're dog people. I think that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Thanks. <laughs> he's like, mom, I'm, why are you still, you're talking like, why aren't you petting me? <laughs> so that was going to be one of my questions. What would your dog say about you? And that oh, would be, I, like I think he'd be like, why are you like singing? He'd probably be like, why are you up at 2am singing all the time? Do <laughs> you wonder what they wonder, right? I know he's a, uh, I think he, we, he's, He's very uh, close to me, especially because, like I said, I do live by myself. So mm -hmm. um, we're, I've had him for six years. Uh, I got him when I was in college. And yeah, I think he I think he would say good things. I'm pretty good to him. I take him on a walk every single day. Oh, I should be careful when I, when I say walk. Yeah, they know, <laughs> they know those words. Walk. Yes, he's looking at he has his uh he has his paw on my leg now because he heard me say the words. <laughs> he knows he has he has a few words that he knows exactly what they mean. But uh, I, I think he would say good things yeah. about me. What's I hope. <laughs> MH. What was that? What's his name? His name is Cash. Like Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Nice. Cash. Cash. Cash, you hear? Cash. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting in the frame. Oh gosh, He's like, yeah. it's about me now. <laughs> we love it. He's big. He's like, he's almost 90 pounds. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Probably yeah. More than you do. Oh my Lord. I'm I'm very lucky that he's well behaved on yeah. the leash because he could definitely like, if he wasn't, he would be dragging me. Yeah. So oh my gosh. <laughs> you say uh, like a gentle leader with him or it's uh... he's he's like he's kind of I mean, he's getting older, too. He's like almost he's going to turn seven this year. Oh, so he's just he's very like relaxed. He's always had a very like relaxed temperament. Um, yeah. But yeah, he just I could probably let him off the leash and he would just follow behind me. <laughs> Uh, I don't because I live in a city and I would be don't want him to get yeah. hit by a car or anything. But yeah, he's uh, when we're like out in the country, he just I let him off the leash and he just walks beside me. That's we're yeah, very close bond. <laughs> well, you know, Deb and I want to take a moment to thank you for being with us here tonight, MH. Um, thank you so much for having me, everybody. Uh, make thank sure you, you check out online. Um, you know, check out the website, listen to the music. There's no doubt in my mind, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love mm -hmm. the music. And the thing is, there you're just there's so many great female artists out there that need to be heard. Even I more. agree, I and agree. There's so many coming up right now too that are doing very like unique and cool things, which is I, something to definitely be celebrated. And what I like, uh, and I think Deb would agree, is that you're an independent artist and you're doing it your yeah. own way. You, you make. Yeah. Decisions. It's you. It's MH. It's Mary Heather Hickman making Absolutely. the decision for Mary Heather. Yeah. Hickman. Yeah. I feel very lucky to be in that position. You know, I yeah. think, I mean, obviously I think a lot of people want a deal and I'm not saying that that's not something that right. I right. want, but there's definitely um, upsides to being the one that is in control and being able to make the decisions and being able to like release songs when you want to and, and that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, there's definitely, pros to being an independent artist, especially with, with social media and the way we are able to like release things on our own now, which is yeah. nice. And I would say you got a great team behind you because I talk to them quite often. Uh, you've, you've picked a very good team. Uh, these people do it right. They know. I feel very, tr I feel like I definitely uh, trust them and I trust their opinions, which is and nice. It's so nice to have people that I can like sound things off of and get and get great feedback from so yep, and they're honest 
Yes, absolutely. They'll tell you if you're great. I mean, and they just, they just, they're completely honest and they wouldn't take you on board if they didn't believe in you. They yes. I, I get such a good feeling of like yeah. enthusiasm, which is what you want from, you yes. know, a, a team around you. You want people that are excited about what you're doing. And I feel very, very lucky to have that from them. So, yes. Uh, just before we let you go, I don't know, Deb, if you have a couple of questions there on top of what you already asked, but I yes. know the dog one, but we always ask, <laughs> couple of questions get a couple of quick answers yeah a little bit I'll more about you here <laughs> I have a oh, that's okay. okay um what's your favorite karaoke go-to song goodbye earl hands down oh. <laughs> every time my friends really? always i do the shoulders like when the marianne and wanda they're like oh god mary heather's coming in with the shoulders like <laughs> now <laughs> ready to go it's my especially when i'm how old uh, little bit to drink. It's my do you put that into your sets when you're performing? Do you try to throw I, that in? I have before. Yeah, I have at certain times. Because yeah. it is a fun song. I mean, it definitely it, gets the girls going. I grew up on listening to, well, they're now the chicks, but I, I grew up listening to to them and they were one of my biggest inspirations. So mm -hmm. I always do at least one Dixie Chick song when I when I do like a full band thing. That's a couple, you know, that's not just original. So love it. Very nice. Um, do you remember what your last dream was about? Oh boy. Oh my gosh. Oh, I almost was going to say, what'd you dream about last night? But then I'm thinking, I don't always remember what I dreamt about last night. I have a, I have a weird, like recurring dream that I, which is like, this is like, I don't know what this says about me, but like mm -hmm. that I'm getting chased by like wolves in my neighborhood, <laughs> like in my old neighborhood in Texas where I grew up wow. and like my whole family is like getting in the car and I'm like trying to catch up to the car and, and, um, oh I can't catch up. I don't know what that says about like my <laughs> inner anxieties and things, but it is, I don't know. I've had the dream multiple times. So you might See? be able to look that up. You might be able to. Look I know. I need to. I need to get like somebody to interpret that for yeah, me because exactly. it's like it's a recurring nightmare, and I always wake up and I'm like heart's beating and yeah. I'm like oh my god, I'm really here. Yeah. That that was Ooh. a dream. I've yeah, done that I have before. To myself. I, it be comes dreaming. out in times of like stress. I feel like yeah. so. I don't know. It could be if you have a stressful time coming up. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. When I have a lot going on, or if I'm not getting a lot of sleep, right. like yeah. one of those things that comes yeah. up. Wow. <laughs> like um woken up really quick thinking it's it's a work day and it's not really a work day or you know uh, what yeah i did the that. worst thing that i will do is i'll have a dream because i when i was in college like my last semester i had so many i was a communication major so most of my like like i didn't have a lot of exams a lot of it was just like 10 page papers to do um for like the final grade of the class and so sometimes i'll have dreams that i have like i'll wake up and i'll actually think that i have a paper due even though i've graduated <laughs> this has been quite a while since i've been out of college and um sometimes i still wake up in a panic i'm like oh my god i didn't finish my paper <laughs> oh my gosh so, uh, yeah sunday morning sunday morning i woke mm -hmm. up it had to be a little before six flew out of bed because i knew i needed to do something it was actually early in the morning on monday that i needed to do this yeah but i thought <laughs> sunday was monday my wife said that i oh, flew, the worst. Flew, flew out of bed uh, <laughs> The dogs were looking at me like, where are you going? Uh, like, oh, my God. I started to get dressed and everything. And then <laughs> my wife was like, honey, honey, 
What are you doing? What are you doing? It's Sunday. What are you doing? Sunday, it's 6 a.m. What are you doing? <laughs> oh. I've definitely done that on a weekend before, too. I've been like, oh my gosh, like I, I it was weird though. Or you wake up, like it's reminds me of when you like wake up as a kid and be like, oh my gosh, I have to get ready for school. And it's like in Saturday. <laughs> so it was a weird feeling. My heart was racing and everything. Yeah. God, what day I, I had no idea even what day it was. I was just yeah. <laughs> you just had the impending feeling that you needed to be somewhere. <laughs> yep. And skip happen. Skip happens. When you were when you were a kid, you never. Or when I was a kid, I never. Blank. Is there something that you never did that maybe the other kids did do? Hmm. It's hard. I never. It is a hard, hard one. I like that though. It's a unique question. I would I'm say. To think, I, I never hung out this is like middle school thing i never yeah. like a lot of my friends hung out at the mall and uh -huh. i never got my parents wouldn't let me go <laughs> see isn't yeah. that there is something you never got yes. to do there are yeah, things not, out there not without a parent my parent like right. you know yeah my parents i was the firstborn so they were like yeah strict that's on a me, good so. parent though i did the same yeah. thing to my firstborn Very yeah I, I totally understandable for mm -hmm. sure and honestly i think um, probably the stores at the mall didn't appreciate like a bunch of 12 year olds right. just loitering them around the mall either. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, nowadays I was jealous. I was like, mom, like all my friends are going, you know, you'd be meeting like cute boys or something. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, my mom's like, you're not going. Sorry. <laughs> I don't it's in the mall. I know here in Syracuse, um, the big mall that we have, I, I believe they you can't go in unless you've got a parent with you. You can't go in under the age of 18. I'm not surprised that they like some places would make that a rule. Cause like, I know that was, I mean, I don't know if that's my generation or, but like all that was like what everybody did on the weekends yeah. and they, and mm -hmm. nobody had any money to spend. Like right. it's not like people were going to the mall and like shopping. Like it was just hanging out in the food court. Yeah. So. Meeting girls. I can see why they wouldn't want that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. All right, MH, you're awesome. And it's Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Uh, chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit. I feel like we've known you forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. it's Y'all are very easy to talk to and very y'all have great questions, too. <laughs> That's what we do. And uh, we always uh, we find out about the artist and uh, mm -hmm. just kind of prove to everybody else that you're just like the rest of us. Like mm -hmm. yep. you chasing <laughs> your dream, and I Absolutely. do what I love, and I'm chasing my dream, you know, with this. So mm -hmm. it's so awesome. It is so awesome. It's all it's awesome all the way around. Thank you for joining us here on Skip Happens tonight. Um, make sure you check out the Country Music Fan Club, uh, their Facebook page. Uh, you like them? Well, Deb can explain. Yeah, uh, go the official CMFC and like our page when you get a chance. We'll follow you back if they haven't done it already. Might have a team mm -hmm. that. That's uh, really good with that. And this way, when you do put out music, you put out posts, whatever, we'll share that with your new fans of the Country Music Fan Club. And we're on Instagram, too. So I do follow you guys on Instagram. I okay. Think. So yeah. we'll definitely get your, when you have yeah. your new music out, New Music Fridays, every week they're posting. So we'll definitely get okay. your that's information awesome. out there. Yep. One fan at a time. It just yeah. Yes, going. that's awesome. That's also all. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about, you know? Mm -hmm. You gotta love it. And uh, Gordy says another great guest, Skip. See, they oh, love me. thanks, Gordy. <laughs> Gordy's awesome. Gordy follow us, follows us all the time. He, whenever mm -hmm. we're on, he's there. Said he was a little bit late tonight, but you know, mm -hmm. things but he made it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, MH Mary Heather Hickman, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to sign off. Uh, God bless you. Stay safe, stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, wear your thanks. mask. How many masks? Absolutely. Do you 
How many masks? I have so many. I can't. I probably have at least like twenty five. I don't know, but uh, ironically, like I always forget to like wash. <laughs> so then when I'm going to look for one. You got to find a clean one. I know. I find the app like makeup on it or something. Yeah. Totally. But I have a lot and I'm very, I, I'm actually, I think I'm getting the vaccine soon, which I'm super excited about. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually get my second shot this weekend. Oh, that's amazing. Very. In New York, that's, that's we've great. been, we're pretty, we're in pretty good shape in New York. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Place. That's great. Yeah. Our quarantine gets lifted in April, April 1st. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's I can't, I, I hope I get to make it up to New York sometime. I've never been to Syracuse, but I've, uh, okay. we're fun. but I've been to the, I've been to the city. So. Time for you to get your ass. It's kind of far from mm -hmm. that. <laughs> we'll and, and I'll tell you what, we'll put you in front of some listeners and mm -hmm. uh, we'll do a show. We put the shows together. We have a lot of fun. I would love that so much. Uh, we will definitely have a lot of fun. Mary Heather Hickman, thank you again for joining us here tonight. Hold Bye. on to mine and thank you everybody for watching. Make sure you check out the website at uh, maryheatherhickman.com and make sure while you're online, you go to YouTube and give Skip Happens a, a like, a subscribe. 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 Yes. yes. <laughs> thank you. Good night, Thanks, everybody. Guys. Good night, everyone. Bye.